following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthman. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. Yes. Allow me to puff as well. Mm. Uh, uh, Those are some powerful herbs. <laughs> giving me dark visions. Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not giving visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Visions. Visions. That is, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> you think Jack is a Latino? I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you. Hold on one second here. The Jackal. doing tonight i love that song that's disco sean 21 on youtube better known to the world as sean debose he's going to be on the show tonight as our guest welcome to inside the jackal's head i cannot get that song out of my head you know i've been listening to that song for a long time he's been on youtube making videos for a very very long time and i've been wanting to have him on the show and finally we're going to get him on he's a very funny dude disco sean 21 is one of his channels. He has a couple different channels on YouTube, and uh, I'm so excited to have him on. Uh, we have a lot to uh, cover. We only have an hour show, as everybody knows. This is the second part of the best back-to-back online radio. Zod Ryder is playing a little rerun tonight. He played uh, the episode that he had with Rich Giordano of the AZ UFO show. One of Disco Sean's videos, uh, he, you know, he he does characters and stuff on YouTube, uh, but one of one of them is uh, Manbungu, and you just got to see Manbungu to understand Manbungu. Like you can't be told about Manbungu and you know be expected to understand what Manbungu is. So you got to see Manbungu at his, at all his glory on YouTube. And um, you got to see Manbungu go at it. And he has a video from 2019, I believe is the year on YouTube, which is pretty funny. Uh, one of the funniest uh, skits that he has, by the way, this is how I first came to know of Disco Sean 21 or Sean Du Bois. Since for me, it's going to be hard to call him by his real name because I'm so used to calling him by Disco Sean. But um, one of the first videos that I saw of this dude, and Pete, you remember this because you, you and I were like laughing hysterically at this. And uh, it was the chat, the chat roulette racist test. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that that was absolutely hysterical. 
And if you guys haven't seen this, this is a few years old now. This is at least five, six years old. I mean, this is this goes back uh, to probably the beginning of YouTube. If you guys don't know what Chat Roulette is, uh, Chat Roulette is a website where people go with their cameras and they turn on their cameras and basically, uh, you know, they look at the camera and they start doing whatever nasty things you could think of when you have uh, free access to look at somebody else in front of you in a camera. So just think about the nastiest thing you could do when you're horny and that's what goes on on chat relay all the time um not to say that i cruise there often which i don't anymore anyway uh but when i first heard of chat relay a friend of mine uh, goes to me bro you got to check out this video on youtube uh from this guy named disco sean it's hysterical man uh it's the white power uh the black kkk white power uh, guy, I think that's like what he was trying to describe it as, and I was like, well, that doesn't sound too funny, actually, and he's like, no, no, you gotta see this, it's hysterical, and I saw the first few videos, and my god, I was laughing so hard, I literally, like, I cried, and, and Pete knows, because he was there, he was crying too, like, we were in tears, you know, watching this thing, and I always wondered, you know, if Sean had any aspirations of becoming, like, uh, you know, a comedian on TV, like on SNL or something like that, because he would be perfect for, like, Saturday Night Live or a sketch comedy show. He's a very, very funny dude. Um, we got a couple of things to go over that is news-related before we get to our guest, uh, Sean Dubois. Um I'm probably butchering his last name, by the way, but he'll correct me, I'm sure. But a couple of different things. Uh, we're going to go on break here in a few, but... Um, and then get him on. But one thing I wanted to definitely go over is a story over on ArtBell.com. Shout-outs to Art Bell and Keith and Dark Matter Digital Network over there. Uh, and this is a very interesting article because it has to do with our planet Earth. The planet we all are in. This very green ball that we all, you know, walk around on its surface. You know, Earth, right? Well, it, it seems, uh, according to scientists who know nothing but... Let's hear them out on this one anyway, right? According to the scientists, they, they say that the planet is losing groundwater at an alarming rate, which makes sense because we drink a lot of water. We suck a lot of water out of the ground to drink it and bottle it and drink it and bottle it and put it in a toilet and bottle it and drink it. But when it comes to water, uh, uh, when it comes to water loss, uh, the, the loss of groundwater uh, is like a, the, the silent killer, really, because that's kind of like, isn't that the Mad Max future where... Uh, there's like no water anywhere. It's all desert, right? That's pretty much what would happen if there was no water. Just imagine desert all over the planet. It'd be like Tatooine, but not as cool. There'd be no Jedi's running around. Uh, but it says here, let me see. It isn't easy to measure or monitor, as they say, a shrinking reservoir. Or, or we've mo- we've known that many aquifers are overtaxed, but the new reports uh, show that the draining of major aquifers faster. Actually, it shows that we're draining major aquifers faster uh, that they're being replenished. Not just in California, but this is happening everywhere. Now, a a new study from the University of California, Irvine looked at 37 major aquifers in the world using data from NASA, never a straight answer, and other indicators. Each uh, aquifer uh, was assigned a total groundwater stress TGS for short ratio, measuring total storage as compared to uh, depletion rate to assign timelines, one third of the aquifers, which provided food, which provide food uh, and water to two billion people, are being depleted at an uh, accelerated rate. At least eight of those are categorized as overstressed, meaning they're losing water at the fastest rate ever. Uh, one part of the study estimated that the uh, Northwest Sahara Aquifer System, a massive groundwater source which covers most of the of northern Africa, right 
could be depleted up to 90% of its total storage in 50 years. Think about that. Just think about that. Remember, they didn't they carbon date the Sphinx? And it was uh, supposedly thousands and thousands of years older than they thought because it had water erosion, right? As civilization grew, more and more water was used, and guess what? Water was depleted. What happened all over Egypt? There's a lot of sand there now. There's a lot of water. You know, the water was gone. Other natural you know, occurrences probably happened also. But, yeah, we're drinking uh, the planet out of its water. Now, in many cases... Agriculture practices are to blame as aquifers are being drained to feed growing populations. About 20% of all foods is grown with groundwater. Now, compounds of necessity compound that with the lack of uh, per, uh, perception uh, in many areas, uh, which doesn't uh, pro- actually doesn't. Got to scroll up here for a second. Hold on. With a lack of uh, perception in many areas, which doesn't. Uh, pr- uh, pers- I can read that word. Can I read it? Percolate. There we go. Doesn't percolate back into the aquifers fast enough to replace the water that's being extracted. Industries like oil production have also been blamed, of course. They always get blamed as they pull out groundwater as part of the extraction process, which makes sense. And it's not just the fact that there's less water to use. Losing groundwater is bad for other reasons. Kills trees. Right? No trees. No oxygen. No oxygen, no breathing, no breathing, no life. It all kind of, you know, goes together, so we've got to get on with that. Now, what's the solution, though? Mass genocide? I don't know, like uh, shortening, shortening the population some? Uh, I don't know, what's the solution? Drinking less water? You know, they tell you drink more water. Eight, ten glasses of water a day, it's good for you. Are we going to be on some kind of water restriction now? Oh, only, you can only drink... Two glasses of water a day. Water shortage worldwide. Might be coming. Now over at openminds.tv, uh, it says here, uh, physicists claim that Bob Lazar did actually work at Los Alamos. So um, they're backing up Bob Lazar like, what, 30 years later, 20-something years later? Thanks. 25 years later. Couldn't back him up, you know, before everybody knew that Area 51 was actually a real location like they do now. Jeez. But says here, Bob Lazar is the alleged UFO whistleblower who claims of working on black engineering or back engineering alien spacecrafts uh, at Area 51 that have made the secretive base famous, which is not so secretive anymore. Even the president said Area 51 officially. Officials have denied the claims that he worked there uh, for the, and for the government as a scientist until now. No one has ever come forth with to say otherwise. However, in a recent interview, a documentary uh, filmmaker shared a statement uh, he was given by a, a physicist who worked at the Los Alamos National Laboratory in which he claims to have met Lazar at the Los Alamos and can confirm that he actually was employed there as a physicist. So, there you go. Lazar began leaking information to the media about his alleged job back engineering alien spacecrafts in the late 1980s. Now, he says he worked at the underground lab uh, called S4. Um, he said that this is uh, south of the main area at Area 51. At first, he appeared uh, in an interview with investigative journalist George Knapp on KLAS uh, News in Los, in Las Vegas. 
the CBS affiliate under uh, under the pseudonym, uh, which, uh, of course, they hid his face in shadow. Back then, he didn't want to be known. Eventually, he did allow himself to be filmed in the light and showed his face and his true identity. Meanwhile, the story in Area 51 of the base itself became famous, and, of course, the government said, oh, that place doesn't exist. There's no such thing as Area 51. Hogwash. Uh, hogwash. There's a... Uh, it's just a bunch of crazy people. Making history even more compelling was the fact that the uh, at the time Area 51, uh, its very existence was denied. Huh? That does make uh, the mystery a little bit bigger. But like I said earlier, Area 51 now is known. The president even said it. If you guys want to read the entire article, which is pretty long, go to uh, openminds.tv. Check out the entire thing. There's a couple of videos in there. Very cool stuff. Um, very happy that somebody's actually coming forward and acknowledging that uh, Lazar was part of uh, the program there. He uh, he did work there. you know. And I have no doubts that he worked there. I have no doubts that he was engineering some kind of uh, technology. Um, maybe they even told him, yeah, that's some alien stuff, dude. <laughs> Aliens, man. And he really believed it. You know, hey, maybe there really is alien stuff there. Who knows? Either way, I really don't think he's lying. I never have. I've always, I've always believed Bob Lazar's story. I really have. And I think uh, as time goes on, he's going to be vindicated, and yeah, it's going to be proven now that he was actually telling the truth, that he really was there, and he really did work there. So, again, openminds.tv, check out that story and the story I read before about the aquifers and the water drainage of the planet over on artbell.com. Uh, real quick, also, before we go on break in a couple minutes here, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has an official title. Of course, I'm a big fan of the Marvel franchise and uh, of all their franchises, really. But Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. Uh, But after quite a bit of fan speculation, writer and director James Gunn officially revealed the title of his much-anticipated follow-up to last year's Marvel Studios comic adventure, Guardians of the Galaxy. The May 5th, 2017 film will be called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes, the official title is is the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy and it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, says Gunn, who posted that on his official Facebook page. Now, this is uh, hysterical to me because back in the day, you know, titles and stuff, when they would come out, it would be official stories on magazines and people would talk about it and there would be articles written and, you know, it would be a big deal. Now it's like, oh, put it on my Facebook page. Eh, tweeted out the title. Yeah, why not? Like the uh, they tweeted out the first picture on the set of uh, Star Trek in uh, Star Trek Beyond, the new uh, the third part of the uh, the new series, and uh, that was tweeted out. And I was like, yeah, the first official picture tweeted out. Social media, man, it's crazy. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is awesome. Uh, I love that title. I love that first movie. So I'm. I'm Excited to see what they do with the second one. Uh, Vin Diesel's going to be back. Bradley Cooper's coming back. Batista's coming back. Chris Pratt, who's awesome, is coming back. Zoe Zeldana, who I, I think I have a huge crush on. I love her. She's coming back. Of, of course, she's also in, in uh, Star Trek. Can't forget that. Uh, let's see. Can't wait for that movie. One more thing before we go. Top 10 uh, this past week was great, but check this out. The 4th of July weekend coming up is going to be crazy. Fourth of July weekend looks to be filled with full uh, or full to the multiplexes with Magic Mike Double XL and the Terminator Genesis movie, uh, joining of course the party that's already been playing Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, uh, Inside Out and Ted Two. So it's going to be a huge week next week. Uh, we're going to have a roundtable show discussing all those things. Please tune in for that on Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on PSN Radio. Now we're going to go on a quick break. 
And when we come back, our main guest is going to be on, none other than actor, comedian, and one of the funniest people on YouTube, Sean DeBose, is going to be on here, a.k.a. Disco Sean 21, everybody. That's right. This is Inside the Jackal's Head. And we'll be right back with Sean. I bet they won't ball on me. These sonnies be calling me. Oh, yes, they get dog on me. I am what they ought to be. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, no, they won't ball on me. These sonnies be calling me. Oh, yes, they get all on me. Ha, ha, Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application, Mobile Talk Radio. Imagine having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. You'll be surprised how easy it is to use. So I think what's going on here is that Obama is banking on unemployment falling. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. TalkStream Live now available in the iTunes App Store. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call key information solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go, 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 go. Go ninja, go ninja. to your mother. Kraft Mac and Cheese Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shapes. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go! You know you love it. Time to go mobile. There comes a time in a young woman's life when she has to ask questions. Mom, I have to ask you a personal question. Do you douche? Sure I do. I use vinegar and water. Why vinegar and water? Because, silly, I'm Italian. Hidden Valley Douche. In Italian, French, ranch, or new chunky blue cheese. All right, everybody, welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Head. And sorry for a little uh, delayed or extended break there, but you know, when you have greatness on your show, uh, sometimes it takes a, a minute to get greatness on your show. And right now, I believe I am in the company of greatness because this man has made me laugh probably on par with some of my favorite comedians of all times. So I'm talking about like the great. Uh, 
Pryor, Carlin, uh, Jim Jeffries. I mean, I've laughed as hard as I laugh with them as I laugh in your videos, my friend. That's Thanks. right. Disco Sean 21 himself, Sean DeBose, is on the show. Welcome to my show, my friend. Thank you very, 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 very much. Hey, and thank you for the compliments because what you just said, me being uh, one of the greatest, believe it or not, I've worked with a few of the greatest. I believe it. it. That kind of greatness rubs off, man. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself, because look, I came to know who you are years ago, and I've I've looked from afar. You know, I've I've commented on videos, I've liked your videos, I've been one of those just fans on on YouTube, but I've seen a lot of the stuff you put on there, and it's very funny stuff. You're very very creative. I got to tell you that much. And I said it earlier on the show, like you belong on like Saturday Night Live or one of these great skit comedy shows. That's how funny some of this stuff is. Like, how did you get? inspired to do this stuff on YouTube and, and uh, you know, what brings that kind of creativity out of you? Well, you know what? I'm going to be totally honest with you. No, no, I want you to lie to me. I want you to completely okay. lie to me. <laughs> right, straight up lie to your ass. No, Alright, lie to me. <laughs> no, it's for real though. What happened, for real though, um, I actually grew up poor. And Welcome to the club. I'm still poor. How does that? You know, well, I, I grew up from my dad divorcing my mama for another woman and me calling her mama, which uh, affected me per- personally. And it... I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, bro. You promised you weren't going to cry, Sean. I told you I was going like a bitch. <laughs> oh, I, man. Believe it or not, I just went through operation. They worked on my fallopian tubes. So I'm, I'm just... <laughs> Well, I believe it because you recently had your first kiss from a man. Right. And so are you transitioning like Bruce? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I like Hell no. You weren't expecting that question. Of it. I get, hey, I've seen a couple of videos you're dancing around dressed like a woman, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not just saying. Okay, look. I have nothing. It's 2015, man. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I love Bruce. I love Bruce. <laughs> I love Bruce, and I, I've always been a Bruce. But let's get back to what your first question was. It was yes. How did I get started? I'm sorry. You know what? And we don't have a script. Just to let everybody out there know, listen, we don't have a script. This is our first time speaking to each other. So yes. we're just going to keep it 100. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so here In we fact, go. I've talked to you once before, and that was right before the show. That's the, that's literally the first that's time we had I'm a conversation. And it was like a, a minute long, like, hey, how you doing? I'm a big fan. Thank you for being on the show. That's really the extent of it. Right, right. It, and that right. was me, not him. That was me saying, hey, I'm a big fan. Thank oh, you. man, thank you, thank you, thank you. But here it is. Okay, what happened was um, I had a friend, and I, I used to be a notary. And, okay, you know what? Let's, oh, no shit. Yeah, if I tell you something, I'll be telling you my age. And most people out there in the Internet world and TV, all the shit I've been on, don't know my age. They really don't. Uh-huh. So what I'm just going to say is I'll start it here. His son said, Dad. <laughs> Why is Sean a notary? He's like, he's so funny. And hey, this is straight from my heart. I went to bed one night. I said a prayer to God. I asked God to show me the way. And the next day, I put a video on YouTube. So what ended up happening from there is YouTube contacted me. And they were like, you know what? How did you do that video when you jumped over to BMW? And I kind of explained to him. I, I don't know if I should say his last name, but his first name is Matt. He used to work for YouTube. Now he works somewhere else. Anyway, so he was like, how did you do the video? I explained it to him. He's like, listen, he said, we really like you here at YouTube. Would you like to be a partner? So I said, what does being a partner entail? He told me they sent me the contract. I signed the contract. 
and I've been a partner ever since. Oh, wow. So you actually are partnered with YouTube. Yes. Wow. See, YouTube only sends me warnings. Yeah, you're being a pest. <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. They never send me no partnership, and I've been on there for years, man. That's crazy. Bro, but that, I, that's, but, that, but that was you were there like in the groundwork when YouTube was first really starting up. I mean, YouTube has been around for years now, but you've been around also since the beginning of YouTube almost, right? Well, well, not from the very beginning. YouTube started, what, 05, 06, something like right, that? Right, 05, 06, something like that, yeah. And I became a partner in like 07, 08, something like that. Right, almost the beginning. Almost the beginning. And I'm, you know what? I, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Okay, that's right. You don't want it 50. You want it 100. So, 100. But, Give me 100. YouTube has made a difference and a change in my life. I bet, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that from all the TV shows I've been on, America's Got Talent, all the different articles they've written about me in um, National Enquirer. And uh, now you're here, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? That now you're here on this show? You're, you're here now? You're oh, I thought me? you said something about my mama. I was about to bust your ass. Oh, yeah, she's a lovely lady. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you kindly. <laughs> no, and on this show, of course. You know what? I missed, um, I think I missed a, a good opportunity with the Huffington Post. The Huffington Post called me and they wanted me to do an interview about the Paula Dean situation because I made a video that uh, went viral on that. Mm-hmm. And um, we got the days and the time mixed up, and I think that would have sprung my career to a whole different level. And Probably I kind of would have. So, yeah. this is actually the very first interview on the radio that I've granted. Oh, you're the second. Um, I was with the funny lady. I did an interview for her, but you're the second interview I've ever done in the past. Well, I'm the I'm the years. first guy who's interviewed, right? That's first right. Man. The first All right, guy. There you go. I'll take that. I don't usually do interviews. I'll take little wins in battles. I'll take little wins. That's a, that's oh, okay, a good win cool. for me. Cool, cool. <laughs> now, why don't you why don't you do more interviews? Because I mean, you're you're obviously a very charismatic. I mean, you have a great personality for radio, for videos and stuff. How come you haven't done more interviews? You know what? The reason why I don't do interviews because I have PTSD, okay. and um. Uh, if I don't like talking into, okay, okay, wait, hold on. I said too much. I don't want to tell you I have PTSD because everybody gonna think I'm crazy and they gonna put money. Uh, what's the go go fund Disco Sean Twenty One account? So yeah, maybe I should say that. Huh? <laughs> I broke in the mind, like, that's, a, that's a great plug right there. That's a that's an amazing plug. You know, for his Go Fund page. <laughs> like I said, genius at work, everybody, right there. Hey, thank you for the love, man. You know what? I'm so surprised that, and I want to thank you for reaching out to me due to the fact that, like I said, I try to stay as private as possible because I'm reinventing myself at this time. And I'm just being totally honest. If you notice, I haven't been putting videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. Facebook, like, what, three, or anything like that. Three months now? Four months as you put it yeah, on? Yeah. yeah. Damn, you good. Damn. I follow you, man. I'm, telling you, I'm, I'm like a stalker almost. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. Not in a creepy way, though. Okay, cool. Well, I'll know, just be in the. I'll be in your backyard with a sign saying, "Hey, Sean, what's up, buddy?" Just hanging well, out. Listen, I haven't been putting videos up because I'm trying to reinvent myself. And believe it or not, I'm tucked away. I'm, right now, I'm in a studio. I swear to God, I'm in a studio right now. Me and one of my good friends are working on a few songs because I'm trying to sing. Oh, I already. You know my songs. Girls don't like me. <laughs> yeah. They say I'm ugly. Those and crack make me crazy. All that stuff. That might be the best song ever made right there, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very That's, much. Hey. I'm not even kidding when I say this. That was my uh, my phone's uh, ringtone for about a year. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm not I, even I, kidding. You know, that song did good for me. But the thing is, like I said, 
And look, I went to high school. I graduated from the same high school where Al Yankovic graduated from. Ah, no kidding. Yes. So, and he's one actually one of my inspirations. I would like to be the type of comedian that can do parodies of music videos. Also, I want to do Saturday Night Live. Leslie Jones, she graduated from Linwood with me from Saturday Night Live. Now she's on the Ghostbusters, the movie. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the reboot. She she graduated with me. That's awesome. Now, Saturday Night Live would be the perfect vehicle for you. I mean, that I mean, I could totally see you taking over Saturday Night Live, man. That would be perfect for you. Well, I, I would love to go on Saturday Night Live, but I'm going to be honest with you. My hopes and my dreams and my goals, I want to um, – I look at me as – see. I work with Jamie Foxx a lot back in the past. I Because I, oh, nice. I, I can sing, I can dance. So I see myself as being a Jamie Foxx. And a, I don't know if you know – well, you know this. I was on Kevin Hart's TV show, um, mm-hmm. Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yep. I was on two episodes of that. And I, I just see myself as a sketch comic, not a stand-up comic, but I'm trying to reinvent myself and become a stand-up comic. And within the next month or two, I'm going to start doing stand-up shows, di- different shows nice. at different nights. Yeah. You know, I had uh, last week we had on Stevie Mack, who's also an actor-comedian and who does stand-up comedy. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Stand-up comedy is probably the hardest thing in entertainment to do. I agree. By far. I did one attempt at stand-up comedy and it wasn't pretty uh-oh watch out it wasn't pretty it was years ago uh, i got through it i didn't get booed off the stage or anything you know i i, I got through it so I, i'm proud of that fact but let me tell you something i was sweating for real i mean that is the toughest thing to do. and i've performed on stage music and done other things on stage and have never had an issue but when you get on stage and you have to like tell jokes and make people laugh that there's nothing harder than that. I mean, have you been uh, doing that? Have you done that in the past, any, or this is just something brand new, brand new for you? Yeah. Well, um, you know the uh, the comedy world is a very, very tricky world. The one thing I like about comedy, you don't have to look like much. Right. I, you know what I mean. As long yeah. as you're funny, then you're good to go. But see, um, I think about Hollywood and 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 uh, all the shows that are on now. You actually have to look a certain way, and that's that's where I am right now. I'm trying to lose weight. I was 225 pounds. I got down to 220, got down to 190, and now I'm back up to like 197 mm. because I want to fit. And I, you you correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to fit that Hollywood look, that Hollywood standard. Okay, because that's well, how I'm gonna get more work. That's how I'm making yeah. more money. Yeah, well, it depends on the kind of roles you want to go for. I mean, there's always room for the uh, funny fat guy. You know, I mean, they're, they're, Hollywood is always going to have that funny fat guy fetish. Now yeah. they have the funny fat girl fetish with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, she's oh hey, guy. she's funny as hell. She she's the Hollywood funny fat girl now. Like she's in all the fat. She's in all the movies playing the funny fat girl. Well, who's and the funny Hollywood fat always guy? has that. Fe- who's the you know, for fat years, guy? for years it was Chris Farley. I would say Jonah Hill probably would get the uh, the nod right now. He's good, but him and Jeff- he's not as funny though. Jack Black, yes. 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 I don't know if he's portly enough, though. Is he fat enough to be considered a funny fat guy, though? You know what? I think he is because he's fatter than me, shit. <laughs> Good point. Uh, that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. But, you know, that that's. But are you looking to also get more leading man type of roles and, and expand away from comedy a little bit and do something more like that? Or, or are you just, you know, just want to do comedy? It's just comedy that you want to get parts in. Uh-oh, I hear a bell. What's that? Did... No, that's just the background. Don't worry about that. Oh, there's stuff look, going look. on here all the time. 
You know, that's a really good question. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'll put this out there. I would like to be more of the leading man role, but I'm also comfortable with being the second lead or the third lead. Like, you know what? Like, when they did, um, I got my girl here, Jennifer. Jennifer, what, what movie was that when they went to Las Vegas and they were at the bachelor party and all that? Julian. Oh, that's Daryl. Daryl, do you know? The Hangover? Do you know? Hangover. Huh? The Hangover. Okay. Yeah, hangover. The Hangover. Check I can totally out. see you as a Bradley Cooper type, by the way. You know, so can I. <laughs> and then the Hangover, they got paid, what, 70000 bucks for the first Hangover? The second Hangover, they got $7 million? So you see yeah. where I'm going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but again, nobody expected that movie to do what it did. That's, you know, that was it, a phenomenon. Shoot, it did great. Yeah, it did. And you know what? I'm tired of being broke. I, You know what? The reason I can't read or write because I grew up in public school. <laughs> Wait, reading and writing is very important for actors and comedians. Now, are you reading scripts recently or currently? Are you taking scripts? I mean, are you going to auditions and stuff like that? Or what's uh, on that level? What are you doing at this moment? All right, first, let's get this right. I can read or write. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I know. I'm messing okay. with you. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, right now. I'm here at my buddy's house, Dave. I'm not going to say what city I'm in, but we're in the studio. And he's a great producer, and we've been working on a lot of tracks. So, uh, you know what? I work with Jamie Foxx. I told you earlier. And yes. Jamie Foxx is one of my, hey, that dude is talented. That dude is crazy talented. He's talented. Yeah. So, on the scene, I want to, I actually want to direct, produce, and choreograph. Nice. And comedy is one of my first loves. But you know what? I think I'm more in love with being behind the camera instead of in front of the camera. That's funny. You know, that's funny you say that because that's something that I want to do is direct films. Hey, and you know what? Yeah. You can do it. Oh yeah, I have actually a script I'm currently uh, working on. It will be completed by the end of this year, and uh, there's people already that are looking at it for possible production i'll just leave it at that but either you know that's one of my dreams you know what i've been involved in the, in the background making movies and stuff with friends and i've and i've seen you know i've met a lot of actors in my day and where especially doing the radio stuff i've interviewed a ton of actors and i've completely been bitten by that director book like i'm dying to direct uh is that something when because you know you could only be funny on stage for so long you right. know, as you get older is that something you, you definitely you know, want to fall back on also in direct because that's my <laughs> plan for the future well, you know what? I would like to direct. I would like to be executive uh, producer on a film. And another, well, see, one of my backgrounds is I, I do movie voiceovers. I, I have a. I have nice. A, That's cool. Uh, can I say a family member? I, 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 try, I try not to get too much about me, but I did three movies. I did okay. movie voiceover for three movies, three big movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I think, I, like I said, you don't have to see my face because I'm ugly. I'm dark skinned. I sweat way <laughs> over. I got gaps in my teeth. You know, I'm all effed up. <laughs> but I'm talented. <laughs> but you're funny. Thank so you. funny. In Thank fact, you. the funniest thing I've probably ever seen was the uh, the black uh, the black KKK mask. No, uh, what? The skit on Chad Roulette. That is absolutely the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. Are you kidding me? Like, that's when it really got me introduced to you. When I saw that, I was like, that dude right there, that dude. You know what's that so guy's funny? funny? That you say this, and I'm going to tell you something. When I go to Las Vegas and I hang out with my friends and family, I, I'm not even joking. I, this, this blows my, neck, my mind. Guys on stage in the band, like when I go to a um, different hotel and they're performing, uh -huh. those freaking dudes 
recognize me and know who I am. And I said, you know, I, I said, you're full of crap. He named like five of my videos and I knew. So I'm there with my daughter, little Isabella Milani. And people are taking pictures of me and my daughter. I'm not mm. even joking. It blows my freaking mind. Well, I believe that, man. Look, you, you were around when YouTube first started blowing up. I yeah. mean, you, you were you were there from the groundwork up, and you've been around for years, putting out a lot of oh. videos. Uh, now, are you going to go back to doing videos eventually, or I mean, are you just going to like leave that away and leave that not for now? You know what? That's a great question because I get it's a been lot a few months now. It's been a few months, and we miss yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I get a lot of I get a lot of emails about that. The biggest the biggest thing they like is racist test Tuesday. Yes, they yes. like my uh, <laughs> my creativity on just how I make up like duct tape man. And yes, Shaquille yes, O'Neal, yes. you know, Shaq tweeted about me. Kimbo Slice put me on his website, and 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 like Young Kimbo Slice, aka Creamy Wee Jackson, they love all that <laughs> stuff. They love that stuff. But for me, as an actor slash comedian entertainer, and you know what, at a certain point, it's time for me to move on. I feel you on that, definitely. You know what I mean? It's time for yep. me to move on. So right now, I'm at the point where. YouTube has been very freaking good to me. I cannot talk bad about them. I my my videos. I had people from the UK come and interview me at my house for uh, Racist Test Tuesday. You know, and just just different things I've done through YouTube. They have changed mm -hmm. my life. I'm being honest. But when I had the massive heart attack uh, last July, yes, that's yeah. a lot out of me, man. How are you doing uh, health wise now after that? I well, mean. Two months ago, they found two more blockages, and I got another stent. Oh, my goodness. So I got three stents in my heart, and another block is like probably 50 or 60, 70% now. Wow. So I'm going through, you know what? Okay, you know what? Since you got me, and I've never I, I, I've never talked this detail in detail about my life, but you got me because I'm fucking getting, drinking vodka right now. So, <laughs> Good times. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to tell you is that I'm going through a lot of health issues. And a lot because I'm a veteran, and I, mm. you know, I yeah, a veteran of foreign war, so I've been through a lot right now. But and you know, I think that's what helps me with my comedy, because because I almost died. You've seen some shit. Times. Yeah, you've yeah, seen some I, shit. Yeah, almost died a few times. So now I'm yeah. at the point where I don't give a fuck. I can go out and be <laughs> Iron Man Bungo. I can do that shit and don't give a shit if you don't like my loincloth. <laughs> By the way, Manbungu is one of the greatest characters ever created. Thank ever. you so much. Thank you. You know what? I hate to say this because I'm so proud of that character. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I performed this black-ass live and the fucking crowd went crazy. I believe you. <laughs> I believe that. Manbungu needs his own major film. I'm saying that right now. If Borat can get a movie, why not Manbungu? I wish you could see me right now. Buddy <laughs> studio with my wig on. I got me some alcohol and I got some um I don't know what to say this is right here, but my, my, my boy Dave, he got this uh rainbow type pipe and and I'm looking at the motherfucker and I'm thinking to myself, man, the, oh ooh, ooh, oh you can cuss, right? Yeah, yeah, you can cuss, go ahead. Okay. I'm looking at the motherfucker and I'm say like, it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So right now, now here, here, here's a question that's always puzzled me about the uh, the KKK video, okay. <clears throat> and it, I, I must ask: Was that an authentic KKK mask, or was that like boxer shorts cut up and sewn together? It was a pair of tidy whities I knew it. 
cut up and it was a cone. Hey, but listen, let me tell you something crazy but about it worked. That, that video. I don't know if you saw the recruitment video that I did for the KKK, but yep. Anonymous, they hit it up and they put it on their website. Oh, no kidding. I and it went that. viral. Nice. Yeah. So, That's funny. See, let me, okay, let's, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about that. Th- this is my view as an American on racism. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, racism is just basically ignorance. Stupid. Because, yeah. because I don't know if you saw my video, the condom challenge. The girl mm-hmm. that sucked the condom up in her nose was from Taiwan. <laughs> really good friend of mine. <laughs> what a lady. Definitely a lady. So I party, I party with every race. Black, uh, Latin, Indian, Chinese, whatever. It, 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 racism, racism to me is just like it. Sh- it should not exist. Yep, I agree. And you know, I never met you. What's your race? I'm Cuban. Oh fuck that! I don't like Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> See, now, now my black ass is racist. Fuck a motherfucker named Cubans. <laughs> you know, I'm just messing with you. Racism should not exist. And I'm keeping it. Uh, I completely agree. I agree 100. Uh, percent My family's all mixed up, man. We have uh, we have a Chinese guy in my family. We got some Indian. Uh, a lot of blacks in my family. We, Cuba is all mixed up. I mean, we're all over the place. We even have a couple Jubans in the family. What the fuck is a Juban? Cuban Jews. Oh, but hey, but look, back up. You said you got a lot of blacks in your family? Oh, yeah. My brother's actually, uh, my brother's a little bit lighter than you are. And you know what? I'm going to give you props on what you just said. And, and I'm starting to like you more. I'm hoping you and I can kick back and have a drink someday because you're in Florida, right? Yes, sir. I'm in Miami. Okay, see, and I'm, in, I'm here in uh, Los Angeles. Well, right now I'm in Riverside. Oh, ooh, ooh, sorry. Right now. Oh, ooh, don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. Back up. Rewind. I'll cut that out later. But, <laughs> don't worry. I like what you said because you know what? You kept it 100. You said I got blacks. But a lot of people that are not black, they usually say African-American. Oh, I got African-American. Africans don't like us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so true, dude. That is, you know what? Keep it real. That's 100% true. Africans hate black Americans. Hate them. Yes. With a passion, I've had look. I have most of my friends are either black, Latino, or I have very few white Caucasian friends. Not because I'm racist against white people; I have nothing against them. I just <laughs> I have a few. That's it. But here's the thing: every single person that I know who's actually taking the trip to the motherland, I know a few that have actually gone to Africa, have mm-hmm. come back with the same stories. They hate us over there. Like they, they don't, they don't talk to them the same way as they do to them to the other Africans. Is that like it's completely like like they just are disassociated with black Americans completely. Bro, I've been to Africa also. I went to Egypt actually, and nice. Uh, yeah, it's. You, I'm be honest with you. Africans don't like me, and I don't like Africans either. Them chicks is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'm just playing. Let's see, I ain't gonna have no African fans. No, it depends on where you what part of Africa you go. Though. There's some uh, parts of Africa where they're like, "Oh yeah, we like you. Come come in," and then they'll, you know, I'm they'll just, put you in a cave I'm somewhere. You'll African never see you again. People, I'm just playing. Uh, Michael Blackson, I'm just playing, bro. Oh, um, Michael Blackson's uh, awesome, by the way. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good yeah, guy. I love Michael Blackson. He's really, really funny. No, but there is a, that kind of... It, it's funny that you say that, you know, all jokes aside. Uh, it is funny how people would, like, usually say, oh, African-American or... Eh, you know, it's, it is what it is, man, you know? 
whites, blacks, oh. who cares? It's, it doesn't matter, really. Uh, it's Actually, it's not even blacks. It's most people are, that are considered black are not even black. They're brown. There's all different shades of the rainbow. Hey, so you know the difference between a nigga and a African-American guy? Yes, uh, I've seen I, the Chris Rock special. Yes, I know. Yeah, because you know what? My buddies <laughs> and I had this discussion not too long ago, and you know they were talking about what President Obama said when he said nigger, and what, you know when he was talking uh-huh. or speaking. And you know what? It, it's 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 they want to ban the word nigger or nigger. I don't know if it's nigger or nigger. I don't know, but they want to ban one of them. And I'm gonna be honest with you: How the hell are you gonna take away our constitutional right to say whatever the hell we want to say? As a right. comedian, I'm speaking. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. No, actually, not even as a comedian. Just a look. If you value freedom, you should have the freedom to say whatever you want, regardless that's of how true. ignorant and stupid it is, uh, or no matter. Look, and that's the sad reality. If you want freedoms, you got to allow people to say whatever it is they want. Freedom of speech. You know, it's and our I agree with it 100. percent I mean, yeah. you know. I don't like to get. I don't like to talk about politics or religion, but as a black man that has been, um, who's gone through racism, and you know what, I I date every freaking race. I don't care what you are, but you know what you need to be. You just need to treat me with respect, and then I'll learn your culture. I'll learn you. You can learn my culture. You can learn me, and that's how we grow as a people. Look. Some people believe in aliens. Right. I'm going to tell you this. There is no way we can be so fucking stupid to think that we're the only beings in this whole galaxy. There's no way. You've been, you've been keeping up with my shows, haven't you? Man, I love you. <laughs> you're my new girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny stuff. <laughs> No, you know, it's funny because we do a lot of shows on the alien topic on uh, on Wednesday nights. And uh, we do talk about that. And I, and it's funny you say that. Uh, yeah, you've got to be really stupid to believe that there's no life in the universe. Really fucking stupid. Right, right. It's a huge fucking universe, for crying it's, out loud. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. So, therefore, um, I really wish you guys, we could have did a video chat. Because if you've seen how I was sitting here right now, I got one of my wigs on. I'm like butt naked with a fucking glass of vodka in my hand. I'm very, I'm very glad I don't have the video feed on right now. <laughs> Man, I'm glad we do audio only on this on this show. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Next time we do a video, goddamn. <laughs> uh, make sure my camera's broken by then. I'm just saying. That's all right. Okay, we'll do it live. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, I mean, that's too funny. So, what's uh, right now? You're working on this, some music. You said, are you looking to put out like uh, an album in the ne- like the next few months in the near future? Or is that something you really are going to put out, or besides uh, just recording some stuff with a friend? Okay, so what I'm doing? Dave, I really want to get a. I want to get a disco Sean CD autograph. Hey, right? no, 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 no. When, when I put a CD out, it's not going to be disco Sean. It's probably going to either be Sean Milan or Sean Debose. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna go by. If I only thing I'm gonna do is disco shot of the comedy when I when I get serious. Like even when you know, I, you know it's 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 so crazy because what I think is that I'm trying to look at my future right now as an artist because that's what I am. I'm an artist, and I try to I try to look at my future and I say to myself, where do I want to go? Do I want to do comedy? No, I want to be on TV. I want to do movies. I I actually want to make a few albums. 
So within, a, and your question was, what am I doing the next few months? So the next few months, we're in the studio right now, as I speak. We're going to do the right. studio thing. And everybody keeps hitting me up like, Disco, when are you making another video? You know what? I'm being honest with you. I think my time on YouTube or the internet is either done or, or, or drawn near. I think my next thing is back to TV. And I say back to TV because I did 109 shows for Arsenio. So oh, back, wow. Yeah, back to TV. Now, when you say you did 109 shows, you're talking about the Arsenio's the new show that he had recently that uh, got canceled after one season? or See, that's why I said I didn't want to talk about that because I tell my age. <laughs> ah, oh, that Arsenio show. Okay, I got gotcha. uh, No, not the Arsenio Hall show, but he had a show called The Party Machine with Nia Peoples. I know, that. that's really going back. I was... <laughs> Man, I, I was like, I was still in my diapers, I think, back then. What? Close to it. What? <laughs> I was at least playing with G.I. Joe's at that point. I was not at all doing what I'm doing now. But, Sean, look, man, we're almost out of time here. Yes. Sadly enough, we're running out of time. This has been, like, the most fun I've had all year, having you on the show. This has been a blast, my friend. Thank I'm you so much for, for spending time here. It's good to hear that because I'm sure you tell every guest that. So, okay, thank you. No, I, I usually embellish a little bit and say, it, it was a great show. Thank you so much for being here. Embellish. You were fun. <laughs> no, but I honestly, I, I, like I told you, before, you know, before we even got on the show, man, I've been following your stuff on YouTube, and I wish nothing but the most success in the future. I mean, you're a really funny dude, and I look forward to seeing what you come up with. And, and stay healthy. That's the most important Thank thing. You. Stay healthy, Thank my friend. Very much. Get your health in, in check. And, uh, you know, uh, speaking from somebody who has health issues himself and is uh, doing everything he needs to do to control uh, his health, uh, that's the most important thing we got. So take care of yourself first and foremost. Best of luck in the future. I hope that, you know, that everything that you work on is uh, gold and, and uh, you do very well in the, in the future. And I could say to my friends, hey, uh, you know that guy? I interviewed him. Look at that. Oh. I interviewed Sean. That's the right there. All right. I got it. Got it. Got it. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I truly appreciate it. No, thank you for being here, man. It's been a pleasure. And uh, hopefully we can have you back on in the future and uh, promote the album. When you do the album and it's ready to drop, please be back on the show and uh, let's promote well, it on here. Just tell everybody, Disco Sean 21 on YouTube. And you need you hit me up when you're ready for me to come back on. Damn, damn right I will. Thank you for being right. here, my friend. Cool. Much love. Peace. Take care. Thank you, guys. Thank everybody for listening. Bye. Disco Sean 21, everybody. Sean DeBose. That was a lot of fun, everybody. A lot of fun. Uh, check it out. We're all out of time. Unfortunately, I got to wrap it up. I got to go. We're going to be back next week with more show inside the Jackal's Head. Hey.